This podcast is part of the A3K Network. For more information, visit www.anime3000.com. Warning. The views and opinions expressed by this producer are not necessarily the views and opinions expressed by Anime 3000, its producers, partners, or affiliates. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, Mobber Bitches and Whore Monkeys. We are now at part two of the other side season discussion about lollipops and Xenic Room. So be sure to listen in, enjoy, or we will ride your butthole into the sunset of Alamo, Alamo, and the Alabama, Alabama, the Shama, where is my martini full of as I got the Asperger's on the move to the Yiptic Calhoun. Next, we have something that. Oh. You know, yeah, we gotta come you have down. We to talk about these now. Yeah, Riddle Story of Devil from Dio Media. Isn't Dio Media that thing? Isn't Dio Media like that disease you get for eating like expired pork? <laughs> The 10th year's Kurugumi class has 12 assassins with their sights on one target, Haru Ichinose. Tokaku Azuma is a recent transfer student who is also targeting Ichinose, but she gradually developed feelings for Ichinose, romance action. School kids, fucking tired of high school, but we're in high school, but we're high school kids that fight and we're assassins now. Okay. Yeah. Okay, what are they doing in, in Japan, like, gets all these specialized, super specialized high schools? I mean, my like, in, in America, you can barely bang two cents together with American school funding. I mean, my school, we only had one textbook, and we had to fight over it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he goes to special high school. I think he's... Uh, and whoever, whoever wins the fight gets an F. <laughs> Yeah, I, feel like, I don't think he's in a special school. I think it's just like he's some, or I guess she, he looks like a girl. I, I couldn't tell from the waist up and I looked down. Oh, there's a skirt there. Wait, this isn't a textbook. It's just a piece of clapboard that says don't mess with Texas. <laughs> <laughs> so this is another schoolgirl lesbian anime. Yeah, it looks like it. But now they're badasses and they fight and there's blood. Oh, 10 out of 10. I came so hard. Whatever. Uh, next we have something even dumber. I mean, at least that last one could be, you know, entertaining for schlock value. This one looks like it'll just suck. Mika Kunin de Shinkoke from Dogakobo. Yonomi Kobeni suddenly hears that she is betrothed to a guy, Mitsume, Mitsumine Hakuya, who is the same age as her. Somehow Hakuya moved in from the countryside and started to live with her. So basically this is an anime about an arranged marriage. Yeah, with shorty skirts and there we go. Lame. Yeah, very. So uh, is it just me or does like... In Japan, does like do they have like do the women have like any rights at all or like like in the section on female rights in the Japanese Constitution is just a picture of, a, of an old man laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like the women's rights in Sonichu. <laughs> you have the right to strip, and that's it. So next we have Little Busters EX because we needed more Little Busters. That, that is some bleed man looking art. <laughs> It is, holy shit. These, these certainly look little. From JC Staff. The main additions in Little Buster's Ecstasy. Oh, that's what the EX stands for. Does, like, Little Buster's, like, in Japanese, does that, like, translate to, like, I have candy, get in the van? <laughs> the main additions in Little Buster's Ecstasy are three heroine roots. Oh, is this a game? I thought it was an anime. Involving the characters Futaki Kanata, Sasegawa Sasami, and Tokido Saya. Unconfirmed whether TV, OVA, or movie. Either way, it's, it's gonna blow dick. Literally. <laughs> I hope it gets confirmed. I hope it gets confirmed as like wax cylinder. So it's 
so we can so I can so we can finally see the little Buster story as it was originally intended in Danny <laughs> phonograph. <laughs> uh, that way, I don't have to look at the art. <laughs> yeah, Little Busters is a uh, quintessential loser show for loser people. I even got fucking Jameer Durham to rag on this fucking show. So, <laughs> and he and he, uh, what? He's not as uh, he's not like a total wuss who won't rag on shows, but he tends not to indulge in the negativity as much as I will. And even he was like, "No, fucking no, fuck this shit, no." So yeah, Little Busters, loser show for loser people. <laughs> there'll be hopefully there's a tracking device on each DVD. Huh. Next we have Black Bullet. From- Isn't wasn't the Black Bullet like? Uh, I think Black Bullet was like. Um, I think that was like. Wasn't that like Shaft's porn star name? <laughs> Black Rock Shooter. <laughs> One of those. Uh, from Kinema Citrus. Rentaro, yeah, Rentaro and Enju, members of the Civil Security, an organization specializing in fighting against the gastria. They fight gas? <laughs> no, they fight gastropods. Probably aliens. Probably, yeah, aliens that like are for giant farting slugs. Fight... <laughs> Fight thanks to their peculiar powers until one day when they receive a special right, assignment from the government. Slugs, you mean bronies? <laughs> you made me laugh, Burp, with that one. Until one day and they receive a special assignment from the government. Action Boring. Sci-fi scene and I don't know. This yeah, it seems like another fucking special organization fights the named monsters and now we have a dancing girl, so Maybe, so this is what Obama's been doing with all that money. <laughs> He, just he needs that money to, to hire, like, Japanese girls to fight giant farting slugs. <laughs> <laughs> just once. Can't he get an anime about the farting slugs? It was the one government department that wasn't shut down. <laughs> no, th- this is an essential service. Well, I will not allow it to go right? unfunded. <laughs> Yeah, like the funding for this was like um was like acquired with that like bill that like the bill the Senate passed called seriously dude get rid of these John farting slugs. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was HR one hundred seventy six. Yeah, this looks this looks dumb, but it's trying to sound cool with that name. Ted Cruz held it up for a week and then a slug farted on him. <laughs> <laughs> he came, then he flip flopped and, and he just recused himself. <laughs> I just love the image. Ted Cruz is up there ranting on something, filibustering, and slowly from this, like a side entrance, a big man-sized slug just slowly makes its way in, inches up to him, closer and closer. And he's talking and talking. The slug slowly moves up, and it slowly crawls up to where the podium is. Just kind of leans toward Ted Cruz and just farts out of its pores. This fart cloud just emits out of the slug's body. <laughs> like ah oh, ah oh, ah, oh. never mind. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, it it oh, blows oh. away his copy of Cat in the Hat. Ah <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, now what am I supposed to read? <laughs> I'm not touching it anymore. I'm gonna take a shower. Oh. Yeah. D- does anyone have uh, the hungry caterpillar? Because <laughs> if not, I just can't carry on. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, that looks like. I, I heard that was Bush's favorite. <laughs> no, Bush's no Bush's favorite was uh, that Sesame Street book where it, where us, the Cookie Monster eats too much. <laughs> yes, uh, Black Bullet looks stupid. Moving on, we have new Tamako Market Project from Kyoto Animation that looks suspiciously like Chaos. <laughs> 
No, I'm not going to be that fucking nerd that pretends to scream. But yeah, it looks like fucking K-On. New Tomoko. And everyone has the same face. Yeah, it's that rounded. There's a name for that, that rounded, cute. Everything's rounded and cutesy. There's a name Mooney for flush. that. Bleep man syndrome. <laughs> no, no, that specific type are like rounded, like bubbly cheeks. Everything's bubbly and circular. Apert syndrome. <laughs> no, but I wish I knew the term so I could flaunt my nerd cred. But then again, I'm kind of glad I don't know the terms. Otherwise, I'd have to flaunt my nerd cred. And then you'd have to shove yourself into a locker. <laughs> yeah. I have to go buy a locker, bring it in my house, and <laughs> shove myself into it. <laughs> yeah, Preferably a rocket locker for moving. <laughs> yeah, it'll make it easier to get it home. Oh, the next one's going to be good. Oh, yeah, New Tomico Market Project. It's been announced, unconfirmed. It looks more like Kyoto Animation shit. It will be uninteresting <laughs> of life shit. You can be a nice little voyeur to all the cute people. Next we have Mahoka Coco no Retose from Madhouse. This is a story about... Colon. Is this Love That Goku writing this? Tetsuya, a defective elder brother low achiever. A defective elder brother low achiever. Who wrote this? I think it was Love That Goku. <laughs> Miyuki, a perfect, flawless younger sister, high achiever. Bo after both siblings entered a magic high school, the stage of daily turbulence was unveiled. I don't like Okay, I think that they just ran this with their babblefish. Yeah. Uh, you, can, you can just replace all that with one word. Incest. Yeah. Why is there so much of this? Okay, is uh, the anim is anime secretly run by Jane Ayler? <laughs> this is what's going on. No, because not enough unintentional homosexual innuendo, and not enough butt shots, and not enough penises. Yeah, lovingly detailed penises. Yeah. Well, what do you think gra gravitation is for? This <laughs> <laughs> uh, looks like shit. So next we have Sidonia no Kishi from Polygon Pictures. I like how that robot is just like posed like with that dude. It's like the robot is like showing this human he found. Like, <laughs> hey look, guys, guys, look. He's like, check it out, I found this thing. <laughs> this you like you can't see its other hand, but it's holding like a jar. a rare action figure. From <laughs> uh, Polygon Pictures, a lone seed ship, the Sidonia, piles the void. Ten centuries since the obliteration of the solar system. The massive, nearly indestructible, yet barely sentient alien life forms that destroyed humanity's homeworld continue to pose an existential threat. Okay, how how did they how did we barely like how did we like lose to them if they're barely sentient? Because they're you know what it's like it's like the fucking premise to die buster. Yeah, and blue gender, but they're in but in space. And and this doesn't look preachy like blue gender, which basically was technology bad. Me go want live caveman like. <laughs> yeah, blue gender was shit. Uh, and also Japan, if you ha if you want to hate on technology, then maybe you should stop making anime about it and go live in the rainforest. <laughs> you hate technology so much. What's your fucking boner for robots for? And it's a drama. I'm starting to think that Japan's culture is basically, has basically developed schizophrenia. Yeah, this thing's a drama, space, military, psychological, seinen. The seinen's a better sign if it's going to be psychological, because if it's psychological shonen, it'd be like, oh, isn't that adorable? Uh, I, I don't have high hopes. This just looks like uh, edgy, quote unquote. <coughs> I hope at the, I hope like in the part of the show, like that robot holding the dead is real, and he just puts the human in that in a big hamster cage. Well, who hey, knows? Speak, it, speaking it of, it might not suck. But it doesn't look interesting. Speaking of edgy, the next anime. Yeah, Psychopath, season two. Um, we're good on Psychopath here. 
I have not seen it yet. I know some people whose opinions I trust. I think I brought this up before that have seen it. Yeah, well, so I saw good. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. You saw it. Yeah. I believe and, uh, their guns look weird. It looks like Deckard's gun from Blade Runner got run over. <laughs> uh, yeah, Andrew, would you say that it's good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I enjoyed it. Yeah, Psychopaths, Good Times. Um, it's it's Gandu Rabuchi when he has someone to keep him in line. Yeah, you, yeah, the can't best. Yeah. you can't tell because the premise is dumb as fuck. It's easily the best thing he's been involved in, so... Which isn't saying anything. <laughs> well, you know. Prem- I want to say the premise is dumb as fuck. It's flawed. You can di- you can cherry-pick it, but I, like I said, I actually had a debate with you on this. <clears throat> well, it's but internally think- consistent. Yeah, it's internally consistent, and it is far enough removed from our reality to where I can give it more of a pass than something like Summer Wars, which purports to be in our reality and yet expects us to buy an idiotic premise. Whereas this is a world very far removed from our own, so you could introduce something like this, and there could be like a million ways that this came about. You know, I I think something that is literally impossible as far as our world goes is not exactly cherry-picking, but leaving that aside... After all, my, my entire point is even if you're arguing that this is removed from reality, then that's also kind of uh, kind of a flaw if you want to if, if this show wants to make any points about surveillance or fascism. You can still you can ever. still do allegories. Yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, like an animal one was a good book, but, we, but there's uh, no talking pigs in our reality. Yeah, yeah. Because this, this would never happen in real life, so therefore the messages that it could give based upon that world are just as worthless as summer wars. Well, well, animal like like Bong just said, animals can't talk in real life, and yet you had Animal Farm. <laughs> I mean, you like that, and not being in real life isn't going to hurt the allegory. Yes, it was just full of crap. <laughs> that doesn't that the comparison doesn't even make sense because foxes animal don't eat far, grapes. You silly Greek. Animal Farm worked because it had people acting as people. It just happened to be they were animals. But Psychopath has a has an impossible premise, and then says, "Look how horrible society were if if we actually went into that direction, even though we never would." Well. It's 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 basically saying almost like comparing the direction. I'm not saying that it is an actual allegory. I'm just saying that it, it kind of reeks of a um, comparison, where it's it feels like. I mean, I, I could be totally off base. It just really does feel like that. And you you can do a, a premise similar to something going on, and then show how horrible the world of that premise is and or as a way of saying look how horrible this thing going on is in this case the sort of uh what was it i don't even remember i don't remember the point i made i just wish i was recording the debate we had it would be a lot easier than this uh i had a point that day uh, it, it's, it's like saying oh you know what show was awful death note because you it, it can't make any point about how power corrupts people magical notebooks don't exist yeah no, it's not like that because once again, Death Note had actually like a had actually a scenario that would have worked, but Psychopath doesn't <laughs> work because it tries to be realistic with the, with the whole you know machine thing. Even though nobody would ever use that, like if if Light if Light if someone like Light had uh, had a thing that would work like that, they would probably use us like this. That's actually a conceivable thing, but nobody in the nobody who's even remotely a human being would ever implement a system as idiotic as in Psychopath because it's worthless. Psychopath doesn't really does seem like it would be the kind of thing to be like a reactionary thing. Like if you see the people, way people reacted after a school shooting, and you know the paranoia that comes after out of that, 
And then you I, see the psychopaths. I, I, I like that Max is betting on people being smart and reasonable. <laughs> this has nothing to do with people being smart and reasonable. Even the dumbest motherfucker and the most, as I explained previously, like even the most dumbest motherfucker or the most fascist dipshit with the biggest disregard for human life would never do this. It's you know what this is like essentially like the equivalent to when a truther says that uh, that like the new world government did 9/11 even if a new world government existed it would have never done this bullshit because that's just fucking stupid and it wouldn't serve its purpose anything yeah it would just it would just go against everything it's trying to achieve are you well, boys are you are you boys going to behave or, I'm, or, am, I, or am I going to turn this, or am I going to have to turn this car around I mean uh, it's uh and I um, know when you, we talked about it, you said the show was entertaining. It wasn't that you were saying the show was bad because I know yeah, if someone some, some, that- someone's going to chime in with that. Like, why don't you like psychopaths just because of that? He's not saying he doesn't like psychopaths. He's just saying he doesn't like the initial premise of the system yeah. that exists. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying that the premise was idiotic. Well, then you'll like the villain. Because <laughs> yeah, his yeah. whole deal is bringing down the system. Wait, yeah. if, it's the, if it's the show about the system being bad, then why is the villain like the rebel? That's like It's, if- it's his methods. Because I believe, yeah. I believe the heroes are also against the system. It's like if 1984, if like yeah, like Winston the, was the bad guy. Well, the villain, what he wants to do is basically starve Japan into abandoning the system. Yeah, so you know, he was you know, going to kill a bunch of innocent people. Yeah, you know, after all, Psychopath is entertaining, so I, I guess what I'll just say is, and I, as much as I hate to quote Razor Fisting, I have to do a kiss here. Because as, as, he, uh, as he put it, that's, that fits pretty well here, like... I'm well acquainted with the concept of suspension of disbelief, but you better put that shit in fucking cryostasis before you boot up this fucking lunacy. <laughs> That's basically what psychopath is. If, if you can, if you can get past the absolutely ridiculous and impossible premise, uh, then the show looks decently entertaining. Sorry for stuttering earlier back back there. It's just like this psychopath because you kind of turned me into Boomhauer. <laughs> well, I tell you what, man, a psychopath. Dang on, the system, man. Don't worry, man. Dang on, you know, dang on the, dang on the suspension of discipline, man. You better put it in scrap storage, man. You are is going to make no sense, man. This is impossible in real life, man. You know, man. Dang on, shit, man. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's it's still it's a good show. Uh, it's getting a second season. This is good times. Then, uh, as as was said, it's the best thing Gen Uberucci's ever been involved in. And it's and you know it's and you know it's good because there's no doe-eyed schoolgirls. Yes, actually, that was the. You, you, can, you can tell that Gen Urobuchi was involved in it because the first episode has rape in it. <laughs> but you can you know, tell think... that you can tell that they reined him in because it wasn't like it it wasn't the resolution for a character arc. I have a theory about <laughs> Gen Urobuchi. I think that Gen Urobuchi is like George Lucas in that he's a uh, that the best work he's in is him braid kept on a short leash or bet or best. And ideally, like slapped away from the keyboard and ended a cry, ending a coloring book while the real adults do the work. Yeah, you can also I think tell that it was General Bochi because the supercomputer that was supposed to identify criminals said that the rape victim should be shot. Yeah. Wait, wait, is this set in uh, in is this set in like future Japan or future Iran? <laughs> no, you can I, tell I, th- I think Urobuchi's one of those the, uh, magical the... girls from Madoka. Like he he made a wish to become a famous writer and it was granted, but now he has a grief seed and if it ever gets full, then he'll turn into Hideaki Anno. <laughs> and what were you about to say about this not being future Iran? Well, it's not future Iran because the heroes, after hearing this, were like, "Oh my God, I can't do that. That's terrible." And that was actually supposed to establish how bad the system was. But well, the one girl at least. The other dude was a 
totally about to go through with it. You know it's not the middle, like in, in Iran or the Middle East, because I'm assuming most of the characters know how to read and write. <laughs> it's, uh, but yeah, it's still a good show. Uh, Max has huge problems with the premise. It does have its issues, but and like I said, I can I can give it a pass. I swear to God, I'm going to make at least one person mad at me before this thing ends. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's yeah, Psychopaths is good stuff. Check it out. Yay, more Psychopaths. Uh, I'm surprised Gennaro Bucci's been attached to a good show, but like I said, he's got people slapping him in hand going, no! <laughs> so that's probably why uh, it's actually turning out good. And um, as opposed to the no... Uh, not as opposed to, but, you know, in, in uh, on the subject of the no-doe-eyed girl thing, supposedly in the making of the show, like, the production team were told that moe was a dirty word on, like, like on, I don't want to say on set, but in the studio. Like, you weren't even allowed to fucking say the word moe. Actually, I like that rule. Can we like make that a rule for like everything, ever? Yeah, I, 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 when I heard that, I was like, oh, now I'm intrigued about this psychopath show. I mean, I think there was one character that ended up being kind of Moe-ish, but you know, it I wasn't. It, I mean, if you I look at all the rest to, of this shit, it's like, oh no, she's not. It just I felt have a like plan to fix Japan. Like every time we ship a bunch of black people over there, and every time someone says the word Moe, like a black dude just like pops out of nowhere and just glares at them. <laughs> he just drives up, rolls down his window. <laughs> just no. slowly shakes his head. <laughs> yeah. In that case, in that case, Kyoto Animation is gonna be is gonna be fucking swarmed. <laughs> just a, a car circling that building at all times, filled with black men. <laughs> uh, so next we have Suisse nor Gargantia sequel. I really hate it when the poster is just like that, like a logo. I can't, in a language I don't know how to read. That tells me nothing. Yeah. And Production IG has been announced as Suisse no Gargantia is getting a sequel, although information about the format story or staff have not been announced yet. I don't even know what the original is. Let me see if I can find a picture of the original. It sure oh, is nice that they're, uh, it sure uh, is nice that they're like giving us an update on uh, something we know nothing about. Oh, no. Oh! Oh, guys. Okay. Okay, this is either a bad show or Cody just got surprise diarrhea. <laughs> okay, click on the picture of the quote unquote poster and then it will take you to a page and it says prequel and then Suicine or Gargantia special. Click on okay. that. Okay. Uh, this is going to get me a virus, is it? Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, we have. It's like a beachy kind of setting. I like I like settings like on by the water on the shore. That's cool. But then we have spunky, oh. spunky oh. girl not wearing oh, much. No, no, no. We nope. have anime nope. man and look at the staff. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> nope. Apparently nope. he was the no. only person who no. worked on this. Look at no, this. very no. All the no, 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 nope. Oh, wait, nope. Max has more pictures. Oh, oh no, 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 no. We're all just turning into Tracy Morgan from that one movie. No, 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 no. So, so in what way is this not porn? Junk. Yeah. Is that is this like based on some game he made with like porn? I am all kinds of not okay with this. And 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 I'm guessing that girl and all the girls in that picture Max just sent are gonna get raped since this is Gen Urubuchi. Also. I, Here's me make. I'm gonna address the uh, the people who, wa- who would watch this. Can I? Sure. sure. Y'all need Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I know this. I know. Okay, you see the little thing where we saw the guy and the girl on the beach. 
It says prequel, Suese Nargargantia. Click it and you'll recognize some shit. Dude in the suit, robot, spunky girl not wearing much. Gano Rubucci wrote the script. Did not direct it, though. Gargantia on the Virtuous Planet. Here, here is the summary of the original series, since Anachart doesn't have the original thing. The story begins in the distant future, in the far reaches of the galaxy. The human. Why is, Gal- the, uh, why, why is the gray-haired dude wearing what appears to be a sci-fi gamp suit? <laughs> the Human Galactic Alliance has been constantly fighting for its survival against a grotesque race of beings called the Hida- Hidazu, and I'm guessing when they show up, you hear. <laughs> During an intense battle, the young lieutenant, Leto, and his humanoid mobile weapon, Chamber, are swallowed up into a distortion of time and space. Waking from his artificially induced hibernation, Leto realizes that he has arrived on Earth, the, the planet on the lost frontier. On this planet that was completely flooded by the seas, Global Warming Message! Ah! People live in fleets of giant ships, salvaging re- relics from the sea's depths in order to survive. So After this is basic. Global Warming happened! Ah! Is this, I think this is, this is like Waterworld meets Star Trek. <laughs> Looks like it. Leto arrives on one of the fleets called Gargantia. With no knowledge of the planet's history or culture, he is forced to live alongside Amy, a 15-year-old girl who serves as a messenger aboard the Gargantia fleet. She's the, wearing that, and she's 15. That's gross. To Leto, who has lived a life where he has known nothing but fighting, these days of peace continue to surprise him. Well, it makes sense for her to wear that. I mean, all the stores that carry the long pants are underwater, thanks to global warming. Wait, it did... Ah, so Nitro Plus is... Did Al Gore write this? Was Al Gore, like, any, in any way related to this? Because this smells like Al Gore. Wait, the, I think the alien beings, Hideaizu, that's uh, Japanese for man-bear-pig, isn't it? <laughs> well, there's two reviews from down here, and both people are saying it gets turns to shit near the end. Uh, the premise doesn't sound bad on its own, actually, to be perfectly frank. It sounds like it could be neat, um, but does not show much promise in a lot of the, uh, like, what I'm looking at here. And Isn't there, like, like, not enough water to, like, flood the entire surface like that? No, there's not. In fact, uh, they show, there was a, uh, composite of what would happen if all the glaciers on Earth melted, and pretty much all we would lose is Maryland and Florida and the coasts. And this is supposed to like is this supposed to like be for global warming because I'm all for losing Maryland. <laughs> hey, but what so if all the Floridians I, move inland? What hey, so mine, I live there. The only thing the only thing bad about losing Florida is we lose the keys. I love yeah. keys. And besides the uh, the people in the Florida Keys, if they don't like it, they can just evolve gills. <laughs> hey, if you don't want hey, if you live in Florida, here's my personal message. If you don't want to drown in the distant future, grow some gills. <laughs> Bootstraps. <laughs> Yeah, do well, do like those nice people up in Innsmouth did. <laughs> so yeah, uh, the premise actually doesn't sound horrible, but uh, it's get, uh, we got Gendo Rubucci on it. We don't know how much pull he has. Uh, kind of, I don't know. I, I can't hate it. It doesn't look horrible, but then Max showed me that picture, so I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh, and speaking of that picture, I'm going to have to like have a priest con- consecrate my hard drive now. I also like that the info page linked to a picture of General Bochi, and he looked pretty much like I expected him to look. <laughs> yeah, uh, this this it 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 will probably be popular and underwhelming. I don't think it'll be heinous, unless Max's the picture Max showed is actually like canon or from something, and not just fan art or whatever. Um, 
I'm starting to think that this Gargantua show and Psychopaths, I think these were made like in the period like sometime like when Genu Urbuchi got all his Nine Inch Nail CDs taken away from him. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, it it looks it it, it looks like it's going to be underwhelming but not egregious unless Max's picture is some kind of omen, then it gets egregious. Uh, next we have... Also, jo- speaking of Nine Inch Nails, I wish Johnny Cash like just did covers of all their songs. <laughs> and just fixed, made all of them better. <laughs> I, love, I love the implication of that. Like, Trent Reznor said some, eh, everything's hurt, or whatever. And then Johnny Cash, like, no, 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 son, let me show you how to do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you just got cashed. <laughs> He, he admitted it, too. He was just like, oh, that's Johnny Cash's song now. Yeah. Sh- shit was so cash. <laughs> yeah, really. Johnny Cash, motherfucker. <laughs> Johnny <laughs> Cash was the hops. was like the hops in the com- of country music. Yeah, really. So next we have what Chip Cheesing called the most anime anime ever. Dog Days. The third season of Dog Days. Junk. Absolute junk. Oh, my God. Fuck this shit. Why does that girl have dog ears? Is this, is this like film that is, does this anime take place in Fukushima? <laughs> well, uh, would explain the pink hair. <laughs> God, took me a second. Uh, this now, looks so. This looks so gay that I. This looks so gay that even gay people look at it as man. That's some shit. That's some gay shit. The dog kingdom is just the evacuation zone. <laughs> Oh, this looks... Oh, Finally, God. we have a Japanese stalker. Dance in the dog pyre, but... This also, is I, I'm a dog owner, and I don't want a dog girlfriend. Like, can you imagine what that'd be like? Oh, man. <laughs> honey, honey, I want to go outside! I want to go outside! Come on! She just starts jumping up and down and grabbing <laughs> you. Come on! I gotta go! Just, just lock her in the laundry room all day. She'll still be excited to see you. <laughs> honey, honey, stop, honey, stop doing that. I'm trying to cool myself off. Jeez. Actually, a lot of these Japanese girlfriends in these shows, like the Ginky Girls, it would really would make more sense if they were like human dog hybrids, due to how like crazy they get over certain things. And how they're basically pets and not actual companions. Yeah, Dog Days is pretty much an otaku show. It's not for us. And if, well, like, if, they're, if they're like a dog, then that would make blowjobs really dangerous. Yeah. Oh, God, the, mal- the men? Ugh. And take, also, uh, take the knot, bitch. I kind of want to see like an anime like, with a, like a cat girl that, look, that acts like a real cat. Like she just spends like 20, 20 hours of sleep and she wakes up, wakes up, messes with your hair, and then, and then like becomes fascinated with a cardboard box. <laughs> it destroys your furniture. And she's just kind of apathetic. Basically, it'd be like, basically, it'd be like Yatsuba meets Gar- like meets Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but ba- yeah, basically, Dog Days is not for those of us with lives and friends that aren't on the internet. So and also, are- it'd be this anime would be good if it like had Quentin Tarantino's Reservoir Dog Days three. <laughs> And, like, the uh, girl in the pink dress is played by Steve Bashimi. Stuck in the middle <laughs> with Ugu. Uh, so, anyway, moving on, we have Magical Sweet Prism Nana. It looks faggy as hell. From and Shang- also, 
what is it? What is with uh, Japan and their nonsensical titles? I mean, do they just like get their titles from like Hamsar? <laughs> the magical sweet prison mana from Shaft. In a future not too distant from ours, Nanago City is a beautiful city in Japan, surrounded by mountains and ocean sides. The sensitive adolescent girls who live there are each opening up doors to their own unique possibilities. You're young. Oh, that, 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 you that sounds like the most pretentious way of saying they're going to get raped I've ever heard. <laughs> that was so boring, I yawned in the middle of reading it. And also, is this what is magical girls I know? Because they're doing a like an earth, earth, wind, and fire, earth, water, and fire thing with the girls. Like one of them's water, and the other one's fire, and the other one's like green. Well, so I guess her power is salad. She's a water type. She's a fire type. She's a grass type. They're the starters. So it's like Squirtle, Bulbasaur, and Charmander. Yeah, they're starters for the next Pokemon game. Oh God. <laughs> so it's uh, what is so basically I can get a so basically. I can get like a uh, Mewtwo and like Doggy style one of them. <laughs> it's like that fucking Moemon game. She, she better not be another firefighting type. Yeah, what, what's what's a licky tongue gonna look like then? Oh god, it's gonna be Gene Simmons in a dress. <laughs> yeah, it looks like shit. Moving on, we have Fate Khalid Lunar Prisma. We know what that is. It's got the thing. We saw that. Next we have Sengoku Gyojin Dulahan Kagen no Keishoka from Studio Anima. Cool looking poster, not gonna lie. The story reimagines Japan's violent Sengoku era. Instead of traditional samurai armor, legendary figures like Date Masamune fight wearing Gishin powered suits. Okay, that sounds stupid, never mind. Okay, well, who is that girl in the red hood and why is a ro- giant robot zombie quick man trying to eat her? <laughs> Man, the Japanese reinterpretation of Little Red Riding Hood got dark. Still better than Ruby, though. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, that's a cool-looking poster, but that premise sounds dumb as hell. Maybe it'll be like Samurai 7, and it's just like, we're going to take this fuel Japanese thing and make it futuristic, but it'll be, well, Samurai 7, so okay. I want an anime where uh, the Sengoku era and their warlords are like turned into like a uh, Detroit, like inner city Detroit gangs. <laughs> My God, how much more shit is there on this list? <laughs> oh, and in this hypothetical anime, o- Odu Nobunaga is a rapper named Oda In, <laughs> and he has a Nobunaga. Yeah, oh, that could actually go either way. No, no, no wait, I, 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 I missed the obvious pun. Odu Nobunaga. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that unbleep. Sean Russell wants to bleep that. He can he can bleep it on his own time. That's a good. I'm not gonna touch that. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. Um, yeah, that could be that show could be either really dumb or really cool. I actually don't. I can't tell. I honestly cannot tell. The uh, the, the picture looks cool. The premise sounds a little dumb. But if they're gonna go with an art direction, who knows? It could actually end up working. And I like the giant robot quick man. <laughs> yes, that is very cool. Looking. Uh, next is the final season of Initial D, which I thought ended years ago. Yeah, that's still around. <laughs> yeah, I thought, that, I thought that was done back in the 90s. It must be like one of those really long car trips. <laughs> I get yeah, it. The, the, only, the only three things that I know about Initial D is shitty art, oh God. car driving, and MOVE. Yeah, yeah, the only thing I know, that's all I know about it. It looks terrible. It's Japanese Fast and Furious, but they got MOVE on there, so that's cool. Um, 
Yeah, it. I, I, I know two guys in a mic are big in initial D. I think it's the dumbest fucking thing, primarily because it's just fucking Japanese Fast and the Furious, and the art is the worst thing. The guy can right. draw cars really well. People, nope. Some right, of the if this is a Japanese Fast and the Furious, does that mean that – does this have anime Vin Diesel because this is the deal breaker with me? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Okay, then I won't watch it. I demand <laughs> I demand my anime Vin Diesel, damn it. <laughs> you think cars would be harder to draw than anime people? Yeah, I know, but for some reason I think this guy spent all his time on the cars and forgot the people. I think that maybe this – like he was go originally going to do Japanese cars, but he had to add the people in because Pixar took that idea already. Even though he was doing this like since the fucking early eighties, yeah, like Pixar or just like came from the came from the future and stole his idea <laughs> with their time machine. But I mean, God, Initial D's artists. Uh, this is how bad it is. Lucky Star did a quote unquote parody of Initial D, and then the art style shifted to look like Initial D, and still looked better than the actual art in Initial D. Initial I think D. Initial D, like the D, is significant because that's the uh, grade he got in art school. <laughs> <laughs> See me. So moving on, we have Barackamon. 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 Barack Obama. My Kathleen Sebelius leveled up. So doesn't uh, Barackamon like? Doesn't Barackamon like learn uh, NSA at level eighty? <laughs> Barackamon wants to learn NSA, but Barackamon can only learn four moves. Delete a move to learn NSA. Yes, which moves have we forgotten? You have chosen Barack. One, two, three. Poof! Barackamon has forgotten healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's TVA. As punishment for punching a famous calligrapher, Honda Seishu is ex exiled on a small island. As someone in, who in what century is this taking place? I don't know. That someone, seems a little like an overreaction. Yeah, I know. Jesus Christ. As someone who has never lived outside of a city, Hanada has to adapt. He's banished from a whole city for this. Hanada has to adapt to his new wacky neighbors. I <laughs> have no this? idea. Calligraphy wait, wait, wait. Hold, was hold that on. I have to Sorry. read this because this is perfect. Can this city guy handle all the crazy hardships? This summer oh, on my ABC. Oh, God, it's, it's Japanese Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> no, Japanese also, Seth MacFarlane dude literally Oh, my God, that dude is wearing Crocs. <laughs> this is like Japanese Big Bang Theory or some, like, soulless ABC sitcom. He yeah. really is. Wow, this is actually the second time I've seen Crocs and something anime-related. The first one was in Daily Life with Monster Girl. <laughs> so that's already like a great indicator of quality. Something about the Japanese Crocs and retardation. I don't know. <laughs> it's just connected. I don't know. And also, look at that little girl in the poster brandishing those sunflowers. <laughs> it's like she's pretending to be Zoro from One Piece except with plants. Uh, the, the art doesn't look too bad. It's just it's a retarded premise, like all day long retarded premise. This is going to be the first anime with a laugh track. <laughs> How much is left on this list? Too much. Uh, Gokuko no Brunhild. Years ago by... Years this ago, is grueling. Years, years go by and Murakami obsesses on finding proof of the existence of aliens because of a promise he had made with Kuroneko who looks darling in her goth lowly outfit, especially when she goes into cat mode, prior to her death. 
One day, a new transfer student comes to his class who is named Kurohaneko. So basically, this is anime ancient aliens. I guess. <laughs> dumb. dumb. I don't know, therefore cat people. <laughs> aliens built Tokyo Tower. <laughs> no, wish, no. Wish Tokyo... got raped by Krauser. Raped by Krauser, yes, and then spawned some apartment complexes. Uh, yeah, it looks dumb. Next we have... Oh, oh God. Oh, my no. God. Oh, oh, motherfucker. Dra- you, know something good, you know something's terrible when you when you, when you the first thing you, your eyes see is the uh, naked little is naked little girl who's glowing. Yeah, and, and then, then, next and then when you try to look away, and when and you try to look away, your eyes... Brown skin in fucking almost nothing. Brown skin lowly in almost nothing. Like, you try to look away, but then, like, your eyes run into a brown skin lowly wearing almost nothing. You're like, oh, God, and you run away again, and... And then you're Wait a minute, that little brown seal girl stole Etna's dress. I mean, her belt. I mean, what? She's wearing Etna's that, dress that, around her chest. Is that in the upper left corner, Riku from Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> Dragonar <laughs> Academy. It evolves into Dragonite Academy. <laughs> Level 55. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Let's read the premise of this garbage. One fateful day, Ash's dragon awakes in full glory. <laughs> God, is this Pokemon? <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> but appears different than any dragon ever seen before, because it's a Gudra. In, in the form of a beautiful girl. Oh, God. oh my God. This is they Pokemon made... Ginjikas. This is Poka Girls, the anime. What's worse, Ash soon discovers that this new dragon has attitude to spare. But this has cool. Like, this you know, you know, like I'm... ass beyond ass. This you looks know, levels of ass. This looks like if someone is a fan of this show, you should punch them. You know, I'm I'm of the same opinion as Spike Spiegel. You know, there's the, like the three things that I hate the most are children, animals, and women with attitude. Why do we have all three of them neatly gathered in this anime? You know what? I'm, this looks so bad that this is that I can just tell this is going to have like a eight like an eighty page TV tropes article. <laughs> And then, like, the, the grown women have silly boobs. And then fucking generic anime protagonist in the bottom right there. But the upper left is the villain because he's got the gray hair and the cape. This looks like, again, th- we need a new word for something that looks like this much ass. This is just, you're not allowed hey, to Sean. This is bad and wrong. I will create a new word. <laughs> badong. <laughs> this is very badong. <laughs> No, no, we should call this... You know what you should call a show like this? What? Birchy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, because just without even having to watch it, by virtue of its very existence, it pisses you off. <laughs> oh, fuck that shit up and down. Next we have the delightfully named No Game, No Life. The story of No Game, No Life centers around Sora and Shiro, a brother and sister whose reputations as brilliant, neat Hikamori gamers... I don't think brilliant is the word you use for neat hikamoris, have spawned urban legends all over the internet. One day, they are summoned by a boy named God to an alternate world. Oh my god, it's Sword Art Online all over again. Fuck! Okay, this sounds like something... This almost sounds like something Gary Busey would say. (laughs) Like, a boy named God, like that's his name. Who names their kid God? Gary Busey, that's who the fuck names their kid God. (laughs) That's uh, Jake Busey's. That's Jake Busey's middle name. Jake God Busey, and and the title. I'm pretty sure half of it's trying to describe the audience of people that will be watching this. Take a guess at which half. How do you kill that which has no life? 
<laughs> Moving on, we have Tokyo ESP. Uh, Urushiba Rinka was a fairly normal high school girl. Stop it with high school! But one day she saw a penguin and some glowing fish swimming through the sky. Rinka might have thought it was a hallucination if there hadn't been another with her. Wait a minute. I think this is uh, Tokyo ESP. I think the a better name for this is Tokyo LSD. <laughs> well, it, penguins are pretty rad. I think that's all you need to say about that. Cause there's nothing else you can say about that, and it looks dumb. Next can we, we just have, have a show about penguins? <laughs> we should. Like Anime March of the Penguins? <laughs> Narrated by Anime... Uh, oh my god, we I forgot should, his we name! Should, we should, Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Dragon Ball Thank Z was penguins. Narrated by Anime Morgan Freeman. And then Gachamon Crowd second, that's next. Second season. Oh, and, uh, in Anime uh, March of the Penguins, like the mating sequence is done as a JoJo-esque fight sequence. <laughs> Um, second season that Gatchman Crowds we talked about before. Can't tell what it's about. Next, Madan no o tu vana this fantasy. I don't even need to read the premise. Look at that. Look at that. It looks like shit. This looks like shit. This is for lonely people. It's shit. It's about beautiful girls, quote unquote, who ride into battle, brandishing weapons received from dragons. It's stupid. It's fat fodder. Moving on. This is fucking. I'm pretty sure Madan no o this fantasy translates to my fantasy girl molests a sword. <laughs> next next we have the oddly titled Love Stage. Senza Uzumi loves magical girl Lala Lulu and is working hard to become a <laughs> Is she a patriot? <laughs> magical girl Lala Lulu. But one day he winds up appearing in a TV commercial he just can't turn down. There he's reunited with Ichijo Ryuma, a young actor he co-starred with on a project. It's boys love, it's gay love. At least you have something to balance out the lesbian shit from earlier. Yeah, that thing on you the know, I, looks like a I girl. I didn't even know this was um, boys' love until you just said that out loud. And now, and but I already knew it because the the way they're drawn. Look, they have the stick people anatomy. They have the stick people with the big lips and the visible upper lip and the hair with a million strands. Because there's, there's and only... the big monkey hands because apparently. People in Japan, they always think that gay guys, they have these huge hands. Well, they got to have big hands to grasp dicks and caress big chests with. <laughs> I'm serious. There is one fucking shoujo art style. One art style. Jesus Christ. Moving on, we have the one. Is, is, is there maybe an art style where they don't look like faggots? <laughs> well, they, they do. It's called bara, and you're not, and it's horrifying. Well, that's not shown in eye, though. No, uh, no, bar is less shown and I and more like, ow, my ass. Sean <laughs> Russell's going to be pissed at me for this one. <laughs> Next, we have Seirei Sukai no Blade Dance with the other one art style, the one Moe art style. TBA, the elemental fantasy of... Do I need to read this thing? Look at it. No. Look at the picture. It's loser shit. Fuck sure it. Sure call, eh? It doesn't look that pure to me. Yeah. She's got a whip for Christ's sake. Yeah. It's, also, she's half naked. Yeah. That's <coughs> stupid. That's just go masturbate to this. Uh, we'll be over watching the good shows. Next is Savannah Game to TBA. The story follows a young man named Kazuya Shibuya who receives an anonymous email message out of the blue one day. Won't you join the Savannah Game? The message is an invitation to a state-sanctioned killing game, a deadly role-playing game designed to. M- Oh my fucking god, it is fucking Sword Art Online meets Battle Royale. <laughs> and, the, and the summary Fuck. cuts off. <laughs> <laughs> the guy writing it got bored. <laughs> Can't you see that man is a nick? 
<laughs> the sheriff is near. <laughs> oh god, I don't know what the fuck. They're, they're, well, can't be sword online. They have actual blood on them. Yeah, well, there was blood in sword Art online at some point for no reason. Is this the banner game? Are we talking about that? Yes. Also, also I, I said it was like sword Art online crossed with, uh, you know, battle royale. So. Yeah. Why, did, why is Japan like constantly remaking Battle Royale? I mean, Battle Royale was all right, but dang, it's like it's like if America like wouldn't start remaking Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I can't tell anything about this. It will probably not be interesting, but I don't think it'll be horrendous. Uh, so what else we got? Uh, Shimanchu Mirika Second Series. No. Looks like shit. <laughs> that is my entire thing. No. <laughs> no. Three jumping lolies, all pastel colored. No. Looks like fucking Dorami. It does kind of. Yeah. No. This looks the this looks like the assy ass ass since the ass came to came to ass town. The, this is the this is ass. This is the president of ass. No, that other show, the Dorgon, Dor, whatever, Dragonar Academy. That's ass. That was that kind of ass. This is just no. Yeah. This is my, the, the, just the whole summary. That's my summary. That's my verdict. No. No. Also, uh, let's also if I had to like write down what I thought of all these shows, I would just draw a big butthole for this one. <laughs> like, you know what? I don't I don't even like this show. It looks terrible, so I'm just going to draw you an anus and good day, sir. <laughs> Dick butt. Yeah, so moving on from that. Mina <laughs> Atsumare Falcom Gakuen. A slice of life comedy. Oh. No. <laughs> in which characters from various games released by Famicom, Dragon Slayer, The Legend of Heroes, and East series come together in a school? You know what? Um, this I've been listening to the other side too too much because every time I see the word slice of life together in anime, I just hear like that noise that from Sayonara that. <laughs> yeah, this looks like a web comic. It's not a real fucking anime. <laughs> And it's not like famous games because they can't get the rights to those. Yeah. Uh, I guess if you're big at video game nerd, it'll be something. But I don't know. This doesn't look like an actual good show. Uh, of video game nerd animes. I want Hotline Miami to be a, an anime. Can you imagine that? <laughs> We'd have something to watch. Uh, imagine Hotline Miami as a high school anime. Never mind. Jacket Coon. <laughs> Next we have Strike Witches 3. If you'll I'm going to induce vomiting. I'll be back in an hour. Also, here's my uh, here's another plea to the audience. If you like Strike Witches, please, please have sex with a jet turbine. <laughs> just stick your dick right into the those whirling blades and just let let Dar and let Darwin smile in his grave. <laughs> yeah, but there's no excuse for liking Strike Witches. None. Fucking none. Why don't you have a seat over there? Yeah, it's, I mean, like, it's it's a terrible show that just, it's pandery, it's fat fodder, there's no real merit to it. It's just a bad show. It's like some Time Enforcer Faku shit. I mean, that's just no, no. You're just, if you, you watch If you watch Strike Wedges, then you were the kind of nerd in high school that even the other nerds beat up. Yeah, really. Uh... You are basically the only step below you is Brony. So moving on to the next one, we have Not Gundam, Kihei Senki Legacies. The story takes place in Kisho City, one of the few remaining ones surrounded by lifeless land devastated by a long world war. More. If I want that, I want fucking Desert Punk. Yeah, it's just more <coughs> giant robot military shit. It's these things are all the fucking same. But the next one's what's oh, really important, people. Can we just wait for a second? I want to savor this. Take a minute. Yes. 
We didn't think it would happen. We didn't think we'd see the day. We were so disappointed when Kill La Kill turned out to be shit. But almost as if they were self-aware that Kill La Kill is shit, Studio Trigger said, we're sorry. Here is Inferno Cop Season 2. Inferno Cop That feels good to say. The second season of Inferno Cop. And also, uh, I think there's the uh, verse in the Bible about Inferno Cop too. Like it's where uh, it's where they like they like in Revelation, like in it's in Revelations where they make Inferno Cop t- t- Cop two, and God comes down in a giant lima made of gold and says, "Boys, hop in. I'm buying you a beer for this." <laughs> like seriously, what is up with this guy? I can't remember his name. Like he made Emotion. all these shit shows. Yeah, he made all these shit shows with Gynax. Then he makes Inferno Cop. I'm like, okay, maybe the problem was Gynax. Then he makes Kill a Kill. He's like, nope, the problem was him. Inferno Cop was the fluke. God damn it. So now he's making more Inferno Cop. If this turns out to be really fucking funny, which it probably will, I'm saying the verdict is he's not allowed to have a budget. <laughs> I, I, you know what I think his problem is? I think his problem is when he starts to have to pander and, like, to get – because Inferno Cop, he didn't care. So he's just making something that's funny. But in Kill Luck Kill, obviously he had to get that, you know, get that money, get that, get those ratings. So of course, tits and screaming and extreme, and it was stupid, and very losery, very creepy rape suit. It was just, it felt like, like I can almost feel a neck beard forming on me. You know what I mean? You, you watch Kill Luck Kill, and it's like you could feel it, feel it start to grow, and you're like, no, get it away. Like if you if you touch a DVD of Kill or Kill and you draw your you will draw back your hand it will be greasy. Yeah. Cody, that's just called beard growth. <laughs> but it was only on the neck. I was gaining weight. Glasses were growing out of my skin. It was painful. And and were, I, they were thick framed, man. They were thick framed. <laughs> like a werewolf transformation. Yeah. As soon as I turned it off, it like the, the glasses dissolved, the neck beard hairs receded, it was like <gasps> <laughs> It's like it's like every every full moon Cody just turns into a bleep man. <laughs> <laughs> I can never touch Kill a Kill again. I'm scared, guys. <laughs> I watched the opening on Kill of Kill a Kill on YouTube and I reached up and there was a fedora on my head. <laughs> <laughs> How did that get there? This is some scary shit, man. It's like you knew the show was gonna be bad when when like it first came out, and because I had, like I didn't see it immediately, and then like you saw that gif of her like tugging at her tit. <laughs> it's like oh fuck. That that moment was like uh, when the uh, dick was like when the first man on deck saw a piece of ice like near the Titanic. <laughs> like oh fuck. Like, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. No, no. It's, I feel like people who watch Kill a Kill should be slapped solely for the outfits in Kill a Kill. I feel like lots of people need to be slapped for the outfits in Kill a Kill alone. Forgetting everything else wrong with Kill a Kill. Uh, the fact that it thinks that if it doesn't have to be interesting, it just has to scream a lot. And you'll, be, and you'll buy it. You're dumb. And uh, to, and and you know it's shitty because Tumblr won't shut up about it. Oh yeah, I know. But because yeah. it's funny because uh, does does Kill or Kill involve have the word privilege used in any at any point in the show? I, I don't know. We'll have to find out. Well, someone else will find out. I ain't watching that again. I'm terrified. Or is it like in like in that show like in that movie like Don't Be a Menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood where the uh, big villain is the man. <laughs> 
Message. But uh, yeah, we get Inferno Cop too. So I just feels like we're in an abusive relationship with Trigger. I don't care anymore. As far as I'm concerned, they're just Studio Inferno Cop. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Magical Witch Academia could be okay. I I don't know, but like. We, we, they they hurt us with you know the shit that the, they did in Gainax, but then they gave us Inferno Cops. Like it's okay, we're sorry. Like, no, no, he really loves me. He made Inferno Cop. I mean, Inferno Cop's so great. Oh, and here comes Killer Kill. Ah! 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, baby. I didn't mean to do it. I didn't mean to hurt you. Look, look. I'm making Inferno Cop season two. I'm making. <laughs> and then people are like, why are you? St- do you still like Studio Trigger? Why are you still with them? I know they really love me. They made Inferno Cop again. Cody Byer and Studio Trigger. A lifetime original movie. No, Trigger didn't give me those bruises. I I was watching Gurren Lagann. (laughs) Trigger, you're you're messing with my head here. I I can't take this shit. Stop it. (laughs) Just be good or suck. Please, pick one. So we prefer that you pick the Inferno Cop. Yes, and don't make any more things like Kill a Kill, please. Also, did you know that in French, uh, Kill a Kill uh, translates into Kill the Kill? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now you see it's just French. Yeah, this is a... Kill a Kill sucks ass, but more Inferno Cop makes it makes the owies go away. I did not see this coming. It made my fucking day when I first heard. Like, holy shit, what? I was happy to get we got. We're getting more? Fuck yes, son. Hell. I'm just concerned about the Inferno Cop canon. I mean, what are they going to, how are they going to retcon third destroy for now? <laughs> it'll, it'll be like rebuild of Evangelion. They just have three more. <laughs> Inferno Cop 2. Point, rebuild of Inferno Cop 2.0. You can't not. Someone finished that joke from me. My mind just blanked <laughs> out. You cannot make a good anime. <laughs> Inferno Cop 2.0. That is not fucking cheap. <laughs> Inferno Cop 2.5. This bread is not delicious. <laughs> Inferno Cop 4.0. The animation budget not ran out. <laughs> Inferno Cop 5.0. You cannot go to the FBI. <laughs> we do this all day, folks. We got to move on. Next oh. we have a going from gotta love this one to the other, back to back shit. Going from glorious Inferno Cop to a fucking reboot of Fate Stay Night. Or as I like to call it, call it. Don't make fun of me. I have the Spurgers. <laughs> hey, hey. Numbers, numbers, numbers. <laughs> Fate Stay Night is basically, if you subtract the rape and all the bullshit, it's basically like that one scene from Princess Robot Bubblegum. Ah, too many numbers! Uh, there's one thing I can't give it credit for. It doesn't have Oda Nobunaga. <laughs> <laughs> they have all these other historical characters, but not him. Yeah, yes. but, but that actually makes it worse, because they're raping better historical figures than fucking Oda Nobunaga. I can't wait until Winston Churchill shows up in Fate Stay Night. <laughs> and it's just like, it'll be like photorealistic Winston Churchill, and he's just like going, to t- like going around telling people to stop this bullshit. And his class name is The Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, Fate Stay Night sucks nuts. Uh, moving on, we have Girls Work. And good lord, those shorts are shorty. And she looks like a hooker, flat out. She looks like a hooker. I mean, those are those aren't even Daisy Dukes anymore. Those are like that's, nano dukes. That, that's bullets, fucking pants from Blaze Blue. Uh, girls work from Ufotable or whatever. The story involves a version of Shinjuku that has quote become one with Paris. I don't know how that works. Maybe <laughs> it's like uh, the thing where like a like the thing infected Paris, like Paris, the entire city of Paris is the thing, and it just. Hey, Shinjuku. It, it's everything that Max hates in one. <laughs> the, the city is called the city that dreams and is mentioned to be the real main character of the story. What? Not this bitch. I don't know. Well, that's... If it's the main character, then I better see some speaking lines from that shit from that city. <laughs> like, the city just grows a mouth in, like, one of the roads and it just starts speaking. This seems like it'll be a really stupid but ambitious... A uh, boring piece of shit. You know this whole, you know that whole <laughs> girls work thing. The premise, it's it sounds like a student film. But I tell you what, the critics will love it. Garen fucking dude. Next we have Super Sonico the animation, and it has <laughs> gotta like, go fast. Yeah, are they Super Sonic good. Racing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and dear God, I hate that art style. I mean, look at it. Look I mean, at well, it. well, I mean, come on, Andrew. Everybody's supersonic, right? <laughs> and, and look how moe she is. Oh my God! Yeah, this is one of those uh, everything's made of circles art styles. You know, if, if I want a character with headphones, I'll just watch Watamote. Thank you very much. Oh, so wait, what is the what is with these? Uh, everything is perfectly round, like moe are. So like, did wait, these wait. people learn to draw by looking at the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man? <laughs> Hold on, she is a college student, so it's not a high school show. Yeah. Though they they lose points for this being based on Nitro Plus. <laughs> yeah, Supersonico is a mascot girl of the Nitro Supersonic events held by Nitro Plus. In her backstory, she is already a photo shoot model, game character, and a musician. She even studies as a college student. She's everything you want in a fantasy girlfriend. She also, is... she, she's embarrassed and has big tits. She's a game yeah, character I, named I, Super I don't Sonic. know about you, Corey, but everything I want in a girlfriend is Tomoko. <laughs> Everything I want, here's what everything I want in a girlfriend. Long legs, big breasts, red hair, and and has a chest that opens up in, a, in an ice box so I can store beer in her. <laughs> also, she has crab claws because I like crab claws. <laughs> also, didn't I mention that she can fly? So it's demonet. That looks dumb as hell. It's just the daily life of my uh, fucking Mary Sue yeah. waifu mascot girl. And also, her uh, hair looks like she dipped her head. She's a platinum blonde who dipped her head in pink lemonade. <laughs> For people, it's, not, ever... it's your guy's fault that I'm not a well-rounded character. This is basically taking for people that were obsessed with this mascot and making her super your super perfect fantasy girlfriend for you to spy on for 13 episodes. Fab, fab, fab. Yeah, pretty much. Next, we have Soki. Fab, fab, fast. So <laughs> you no de- no Fafner, dead aggressor Exodus. Um, that's that's a title. Sequel to Sokyo no Fafner, Fafner, Dead Aggressor, set two years after Heaven and Earth. I so, don't care. Heaven and Earth what? Well, let's find out. Let's click, and no. then, then I click the prequel. Oh, this looks animated. But <laughs> so, who is the dead aggressor, and why is he why is he dead aggressing? And then click that thing. Yeah, this is anime as fuck. It, I mean, I mean, look, look at this. Look, look, look at this. This is what it is. 
good god at their noses. I mean, I know I'm used to like anime people not like having pointy noses, if noses at all, but they look like they're Jewish. <laughs> why are they? Why are they in the sky? Well, you know how Jews can fly. Oh. <laughs> like if you you can't let your Gentile, you can't let your like your true Aryan children play out and play out after night because the Jews will swoop down and take look them. At the, look at the poster for the right of left sequel, uh, prequel. I mean. Let me see this. <laughs> a lot of praying girls. A lot of girls having trouble with the ticker. Yeah. So I guess we could, we could basically say this looks like shit. Yeah. yeah. So, well, basically, running tally, what what ethnicities have we not offended with this list? We'll eh, we'll round it out by the end of it. Yeah. We uh, still haven't done a good bit of good job at the gypsies and the <laughs> Italians. We'll get them. Uh, now we're on movies. Evangelion 4.0. <laughs> you cannot end this shit. <laughs> Even Gillian 5.0, you cannot remember to take your your Zoloft. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's fucking suck. I actually did see, uh, even though I said I wasn't going to test the remakes, I did see uh, 2.0 when it aired on Toonami. Oh, hilariously, hilariously bad. We've got that. I, I want that to be what we watch for our live stream that will happen sometime. When we can get the shit working. That's the one with the rainbow anus, right? Yes, where where <laughs> Third Impact caused the Earth to grow a rainbow anus. So basically, the world ends not in fire, but not with ice, but rainbow goatsy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's a really gay way for the world to end. <laughs> well, Shinji's the one who caused it. Oh yeah, Maybe him and just... No, it's great it's... because he 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 causes another like third impact just to save Ray, but then after the credits, Kaoru shows up and says nope. <laughs> so basically, that entire movie Literally. is like a. So basically, it's yeah. a very artsy, metaphorical way of like Hideaki Anno, like reminiscing about this one time he experimented with dudes in high in college. <laughs> no, what, what happens? Like Shinji is um, trying to save Rei. He's trying to grab her, and then he gets stabbed with Kaoru's spear. <laughs> no, Kaoru actually appeared at the end and said, "Nope." That would actually be awesome. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to say nope. And also, uh, here's the, but you don't get it, Cody. Like the spear that Kaoru used, that's a very subtle allegory for the penis. <laughs> and the, uh, the the rainbow anus that represents like the second, the, like the uh, second return of Christ. <laughs> like remember that like like part in the like in Christ like Judeo Christian mythology where where Jesus like went to like went to that one gay bar. It represents yeah, the second yeah, coming of penises. Well, you see, it represents both both sex and Judeo-Christian mythology. That's why it's deep. It's so many layers, like an onion. That would explain why uh, uh, Gendo seems to want to start a war, start a nuclear war at the gay bar. <laughs> yeah, we've got a riff on those movies. They're so bad. They're so fucking bad. The first one literally recycles footage from the series, just a bunch of recycles. Beautiful. It's, it, we have guys that riff that shit. You, you'd think after so many years they'd finally have a fucking budget. Nope. Next really? we have... We got we oh got guys. No! Yeah. We have a Heaven's Lost Property movie. No. No, why? Because men are lonely, and they and, and talking to real girls is hard. Also, why does okay, the way they, they, they draw breasts on this one, it, that the one like the uh, big one with the red hair, it looks like she just has an ass growing out of her chest. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd motorboat that shit, but uh, I'm I, I have a policy against analingus. Yeah, 
no, no, no. Is there a hole in there? <laughs> Let's run the fuck away from that shit. Heaven's lost property is all you need to know about it. Next we have this... Fucking wing boner. Anyway. Oh, hey there, we... Gynax. <laughs> Gynax doing magical girls. Nope. Next, K-Movie from Go Hands. What the fuck is this? I think it's the uh, anime adaption of the Special K series. <laughs> well, it's, it, it says come back on the poster. I don't know. I don't care. Well, maybe they got, well, maybe they got their Special K taken away from them. That's why they're sad. <laughs> come back with my Special K. <laughs> Next is uh, an- another Monogatari. No! <laughs> my sentiment exactly. Kizu Monogonaria. <laughs> Monogatari is another loser show for loser people. It's just that's how, this is how it is. That the whole family also has a blonde hit. vampire lolly. Also, naked. Uh, what's the deal with the blonde girl on that Monogatari poster? It, it looks like she's uh, bending forward, or is there, or is she just turning into cousin it? <laughs> now she uh, that is the vampire lolly who gets naked. She's basically a ripoff of the chick from Vampire Bund. <laughs> okay, my dick has just receded into my uh, stomach now. <laughs> I am turning into a woman. What are you doing to me? <laughs> oh, turning into JDR. <laughs> that okay. is the that is the typical response. Uh, next, we have Seikaiichi Hatsuki movie. I have no idea what this is. Some dudes. Okay. One's adjusting his tie, but it's Studio Dean, so it will be ass. And uh, there's a and there's a cat with a really weird facial expression. <laughs> and then we have Naruto Shippuden movie seven. Oh. <laughs> Gotta have more Naruto. Hope Can't ha- this fucking nope. show just end already? <laughs> I hope they have lots of armadillo penises. You know, whenever I see Naruto nowadays, I just feel like in that one scene from MS3K, like, end! 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 Yeah. Next we have... Which is incidentally also how I feel about Bleach. And I actually enjoy reading Bleach. Either end or give me a twist. Something. This is entertaining and all. Well, I mean, to be fair, Bleach is ending. We know it's in the final arc. So, I'll have Ichigo die or something. Yeah, I'm Man, starting like, to think that Naruto will still be going on with like the uh, when the uh, mangaka drawing it is like dead and like they're just like digging up the corpse and asking what it to do, what to do. Naruto Shippuden movie 32. Naruto goes to law school. <laughs> maybe once that maybe once they're done with this fucking bullshit, they can maybe finally animate the stuff from his brother because that's actually better. Mm-hmm, yeah, really. It's weird because they're twins. Yeah, and and they are there. It's actually interesting to see what kind of stuff they've made because like six 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 Satan is in many ways similar to Naruto because both of them are of course drawing from the same things that they've experienced as kids. So obviously there's going to be similarities both in art style and in concept of characters. But it's but it's weird. It's really strange to see like how Kishimoto is a really popular one. Masashi Kishimoto is a really popular one. And yet his brother has made an infinitely superior product, which has ended long ago, because he didn't need to draw this bullshit out. Because he, he just had, like, the like the original arc, and then he had a short time skip, and then had the characters as adults, and then he ended the, ended the whole thing. And... So that that was that was over relatively quickly compared to Naruto, and that was like he never got an anime out of that, not even like one of these cheap knockoff animes. Which is sad. So I guess you just forget Naruto, go read Six 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 Satan or O Parts yeah. Hunter, as it's been uh, called in the American release. Yeah, because pussies. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and then we have a Psychopath movie. So 
I don't know where that'll take place or how it'll co- can, uh, go with the series, but whatever. More psychopaths. Yay. Better than some other alternatives. Next, y- y- Yamato 2199. I think that's Battleship Yamato. Eh. Uh, Senko Roll 2. I don't know what the fuck that is. Someone want to tell me what the fuck that is? I don't no know. Idea. I'm th- we got some schoolgirls, uh, and they're climbing on top of... I don't even know. Some kind of robot? I think there's a robot. It's like a weird gloop thing. Is that that thing from... Is that that, that thing from, uh... The hell, what was that old Hanna-Barbera cartoon? I got no idea. With the, with the, with the blobs and the dinosaurs... It shot rocks out of the horns. It looks like like one of the blobs from that. Just just something happened to it. Something tragic fucking happened to it. Weird shit looking. <laughs> I don't know. And then we have initial initial D final stage again. Uh, I guess it's a movie as well. In the scene. I don't know. I suppose. And then we have from Toei Animation, Rakuen Suiho expelled from paradise. Yeah, this one is going to be a quality product. You know how I know. How you know? Because the description says Gen Urobuchi's original anime movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he wrote the screenplay. This uh, is going to be horrible. And there was no one like keeping it in line, no one telling him don't do that. No. Nope. Uh, I hate I hate the earth right now. I hate the world. Well And the last one is an OVA. For Idol Master. So now yeah. we have something else to distract Kentaro Miura from yeah. making more Berserk. And I clicked on this and it says, Anime News Network is currently unavailable. God damn it, Anime News Network. The one time that we need you. <laughs> and you fucking fail. Good job. They did this despite us. They can't even be pathetic properly. <laughs> can't you even code this shit properly? <laughs> And unfortunately, Anime News Network uh, has the same uh, website developers as the people that set up the Obamacare website. <laughs> Actually, I think uh, the the same people who did the Obamacare website. Not only did they did A and N, but they also did Murph. And since they all have a habit of like going down for no reason whatsoever, <laughs> it's like they knew we were doing the season overview, <laughs> and they're trying to spite you however they can. Keep the other side out. Zach, we're gonna lose. We're, it's gonna cause a lot of problems. I mean, what if what if some breaking anime news happens? But no, I don't want him reading our site. <laughs> Fuck that guy. And we have precedent because for those who don't know, Zach Birchie threw another bitch fit at the very fact that we did a gaming feminism episode, which he admitted fully he didn't listen to, but then he flipped his shit anyway. Yeah, yeah, but, he, but he pretended to know what our arguments were and then tried to refute them. So basically, not only did he openly admit to not wanting to, wanting to, not seeing something, then he tried to refute something, shoot the arguments of something he hadn't seen. Oh my yeah. God, Zach Birchie is Anita Sarkeesian. <laughs> yeah. I actually absolutely love that he tried to argue that the fact that people on Kickstarter can give voluntarily more money is somehow legitimizes the fact that this cunt takes all the cash. I mean, by th- by that logic, I guess like all televangelists ever are also totally justified in taking money from old ladies. Not to mention, not to mention Bernie Madoff. According to yeah. Zach, Bernie Madoff, which is a legit bit of businessman, <laughs> and one of and one of his dick suckers tried to argue that like we didn't know how much something like this costs. It could totally be so expensive that stolen YouTube footage and not upgraded studio equipment that she already had 
costs like $100,000 at least. And, of course, his one uh, sycophant, the guy that reported on us before, reported on us again. Uh, he's the guy that also showed up in the comments for one episode. It's really sad. This guy's like his, like, his fucking Zach Birch. He's the sycophant lieutenant. You know what I mean? I'm starting to think that this is turning into an anime cold war. We're the West who believe in, like, truth and democracy, and they're the godless commies. <laughs> they're just sad. It really is sad just looking at them. It's... I, I I I tried I tried to spur Birchy on again, but this time he I guess he knew to not to feed me, because I was I was gonna go I was ready to go I was y'all don't know how pumped I was when I saw that I I, I hadn't been that pumped since uh, fucking JoJo Part Three was announced I was like oh my god we get to do this again it's so fun we go it was a good day already and then that happened I was like this is like the best day ever. Oh, I, I guess he was too busy throwing a childish tantrum on Twitter. Yeah. How can you know how he's going to react to anything, though? Because you can make fun of his reviewers in the site, and he says nothing, but then you say something bad about a show he likes, and he explodes. Yeah. I, I, I was kind of disappointed, though. He, I, I didn't get to do another Twitter uh, war with him. I was hoping to try to poke him some more. Actually, I wouldn't call it a war. A war implies that there's, like, it's not hilarious that one-sided. This is more of a... Uh, this is more of a fat kid picking a, a fat kid picking a fight with a with a uh, speeding Mack truck. <laughs> it, oh my God! It was pathetic because again he did not watch the episode and then it was tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet of just raging about us. I love it. We we are now a figure in the fucking anime community and we are the exact fucking figure I wanted us to be. We make the dorks rage by virtue of our own our very existence. We don't fucking need to do anything anymore. They don't even need to listen to what we have to say and they flip their shit. It's great. It is great, and the people that hate us are always the same kind of people. It's great. It's always the fucking dorks. The the fucking like uh, there are some people that actually took offense to the fact that we use like autism as a derogative, and they got like super seen. Well, hmm, well now, like yeah, well, well now, autism. Fuck you. I think I'm pretty sure this is how Obama staffers feel when they read Free Republic. <laughs> As, uh, oh, it was great. It was, it was fucking great. These are the, ah, it's like, here, here it is. He says, didn't ask for a dime over 6K. Kickstarter is a sky's the limit thing. People can overfund you all they want. <laughs> and, and, and that totally makes you legit, right? I mean, there, there's no way she could have just told Kickstarter, okay, look, I, I don't want any more money beyond that, or... I'm going to refund everyone who gives me more money or something. I, I only need well, this. Well, no, to be fair, you know, there, every Kickstarter goes over, like, fix of Kickstarter has, like, stretch goals and shit. Look what happened to uh, Mighty Number no. 9. But, I, I know, but she did, and she didn't even, even He made enough that. money on the uh, Mighty Number no. 9 Kickstarter to basically buy the entire country of Belgium. <laughs> which, which was fucking awesome. But, I mean, the point is, like, she's obviously not using this money for anything she, the, yeah. Her videos now are no different than her videos then. Actually, I think Zach Birch, you might be onto something. I'm going to start a Kickstarter called Give Me Money. <laughs> the goal is $1 million, and, and once I get the money, give $1 million, I will say I, that I have $1 million. That, that already exists. It's called the Penny Arcade Kickstarter. <laughs> Yo, I, I would give to that Kickstarter if you just did the Dr. Evil pose. <laughs> Yeah, was... One million dollars. And again, he he did not listen, but he then tried to argue what he thought he'd say, 
Which is not the which is you know not even close to what we said. But again, Zach Murchie, he's funny. I think he now is like the designated other side whipping boy. I think that's what's kind of happened here. I think he's kind of earned it with his little second diet drive. First time was like a one incident thing, but the fact that we are obviously still on his mind. Yeah. He saw like an update. Someone just mentioned that we have a new episode about this. He's apparently still thinking of this show, still keeping tabs on what we do. We're still in his fucking mind. It's so uh, a that makes him like a little, almost a little pet to us. And b hell yes, we've I've got fucking Zach Burchie, head of Anime News Network, the biggest fucking douchebag in this whole quote unquote industry. Just like I'm in his head, baby. I am in his head. I am on his mind. I love it. I'm gonna masturbate right now. I'm just gonna fat, 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 fat. I'm gonna come buckets. Oh my god, I, I love this one reply here by one of his fan girls, boys, whatever. But if she doesn't use her own footage, it obviously means she doesn't play video games. Fake geek girl, am I right? Hey, newsflash, moron. She doesn't play video games. <laughs> she said herself that she doesn't. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Again. And the other one here says, you know, just saying, I do not 100% agree with Anita Sarkeesian or her methods would have sufficed. <laughs> no, we do in fact agree 0% with this con. Yeah. Uh, she advocated for segregation. Yeah, I mean, well, the point is, I mean, Anita Sarkeesian, we spent some time on her because she was the one that started this whole thing. Actually, more of what was the. Uh, Haha, <laughs> Kickstarter of us doing a podcast on gaming feminism was the Kotaku was the shit Kotaku had been doing. And it was a combination, it was a one-two punch of Kotaku's uh, being a straight white male's easy mode article and the Penny Arcade report doing that uh, King of Fighters review. Yeah, but apparently our good old buddy Bertie isn't even aware that our episode goes beyond Anita Sarkeesian. Yeah. And even also, beyond uh, Kotaku in there we uh, talk Penny about Arcade feminism in general. I'm, I'm going to use my opinion on that, open debacle. Binker Cherry is such a pussy that every time he goes to, goes to get a haircut, the barber charges him for a bikini wax. <laughs> bikini, Binker Cherry is such a pussy that when he throws a tantrum, the pillows punch him. <laughs> yeah, like, like I said, I am feeling good right now. I'm feeling powerful, motherfuckers. I am in, I'm in Zach Birchie's head. Oh, he cares about me, about this show, in the kind of way I want him to care about. He hates us, but it's so irrational. He can't even bring himself to watch the show, and then just knowing if we talk about a certain subject causes him to explode in a multi-tweet tantrum, a tweet-a-thon of tantrum and screaming. I love it. I fucking love it. I'm in his fucking head. I'm swimming around there just with this self-satisfied smirk, just pissing on shit in his brain. <laughs> How you doing there, Zach? Doggy paddle, doggy paddle. Because that's a funnier way to swim, so I'm going to doggy paddle, doggy paddle. Just Also, I'm, I want to say something to Zach. Why so internet hurt? <laughs> Did someone make fun of your favorite Weobo rotoscope show, or are you just autismal as fuck? <laughs> you know, by, by the way, our good old buddy M. Hollingsworth apparently posits that he, as in you, Cody, because of course we don't exist. Yeah, of course. He was actually hoping to get your attention again, as the Flowers of Evil podcast apparently did get a boost in views. So, in other words, according to him, we're just trying to get Birchie's goat because we have no viewers, and we're just 
trying to get him to boost our ratings. <laughs> I don't think he under you understand uh, fucking Bigglesworth. If we wanted to get Zach Bercy's attention, we're not going to be subtle about it. What's subtle about this show? Yeah, we'd make yeah, a podcast. We, we would yeah. probably make like a podcast right, uh, titled Why Zach Bercy Fists Life Under H Kittens and Why ANN Is Worse Than Hitler. <laughs> also, here are our rape fantasies about insert every remotely female member of ANN here. <laughs> Here's how we're going to gang rape Hope Chapman. I mean, we're just going on this now because it, it, it is it is like a foregone conclusion. This episode's getting split into two. I mean, that was fucking hilarious. Whatever we can do to make this shit... I'll, I'll edit that out. Whatever we can do to make this shit just offensive as fuck, we will do. And if we want to get your attention, that is what we'll do. We will call this, you know... Fucking Zach Burchie's love affair with the cock. <laughs> I don't I'd make. I don't need to beat her well, up. Well, he did in fact retweet a post by Schmorky, so <laughs> I, I guess that's appropriate. Oh, and by the way, after that whole, I, he just hoped to get your attention again. Some other guy replied, "So trolling works." <laughs> yeah. And then that Zach Burchie replied to him. The myth of the clever troll who's always getting one over you is tired. But apparently very yes. accurate. Yeah, and then the same guy replies again, I wouldn't say they're a myth. Just model yourself after Jeremy and anyone can be a mega troll. Yeah, it works for us, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, you, you know what I like about this? Like, even if we were trolls, it would still mean we succeeded. Yeah. Because after all, like Bertie may say, like, the clever troll is always getting on over you. It's totally not true. But come on, here he is, throwing a massive bitch fit on Twitter with several posts about nothing but us. So if we actually were trolls, then this would mean we have succeeded gloriously. Yes, exactly. That would Season, be exactly overview what part, Season overview part two, Zach Birchie's endless despair. <laughs> <laughs> the world of anime podcasts is nothing but lies, lies, lies. We're going to show you the truth. The truth is called despair. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I, I also, due to the fact that there's two of them now, I guess that finally settles our little debate. Like, Cody can be Hazama and I'm going to be Teremi. <laughs> well, no, I think I would be, I would be uh, Teremi, because that's when he drops all pretense and just goes all fucking loud and obnoxious. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, wh whichever. I mean, it's fucking, it's still... It, we didn't even have to troll him, and it, we've trolled him. So I, I just love – I love that I – I will never get over this. I'm in his head. I love that I'm in his head. He's going to think about me. He'll be good. I'll just pop up in his head. He'll be watching some show, but then he'll be thinking about Cody Byer and some shit Cody Byer said or might say or whatever his caricature of me would say. And he's going to fuck – I'm in his head. I got fucking real estate in this fucking jackass's head. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I am. I am. I am beating myself. Oh, oh my! God, my dick is gonna hurt after this recording. I'm gonna beat the fuck off. And it's gonna be just. Just. It's a good thing the walls in my room are already white. That's what I'm. I'm almost say. That's all I'm gonna say. This is all gonna get quoted on Twitter probably. <laughs> it's like our girl buddy Holly is gonna run to his Zach Sama and gonna go. Look at Cody said this. He's gonna say he's gonna masturbate to the thought of you. <laughs> he'll screen. He'll he'll get some superficial good one on me and then screen cap it and have it put in his little folder and save it for all time. Yeah, well, you know, actually, that reminds me. He, he actually screen. You know, he actually screen capped 
not only your um, arrogance ar uh, thing, but yeah, but your reply to him and then be whatever, bro. He screencapped all of that, made like a little picture out of it, and sent it to good old Zach on Twitter. By the way, forgoing the fact that the whatever, bro, was before he posted the picture, and also forgoing the fact that he hilariously didn't understand that I was dismissing him when he called me an egomaniac. He would have had something if I then went on a diatribe to why egomaniacs are okay, but I mean, fuck. We look at the rest of that discussion, let him have the one. I'll, I'll give it to him. Fuck. If he if he needs it that bad that he screen caps it, go ahead, buddy. You got one on Cody Byer. And if well, it, what what else is Zach Sama going to bring up yeah, next time? Yeah, you're the coolest kid at the fucking anime club. <laughs> you got me. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, it's sad. It's sad. It was sad. It was really sad. But I mean, it's funny as hell. So that's that. I mean, but I I just. I love it. I, I can't stop saying how much I love it because this guy, he is like the alpha douche in the douchebag world of the of anime journalism and like anime the fandom and its, its prominent figures. He is like the alpha douche. He is the douche among douches. And I don't think he realizes how much of a punchline he is to older anime fans. I don't think he realizes how much other anime industries I, – I, I'm, I'm kind of sworn to secrecy on something, so I'm not going to say anything. But I do know that he – I do know something he does not realize, and that's just pretty much every other um, anime coverage site or places that host anime. Uh, it's There's it, a lot of, like, geeky dick-waving going on in this industry. Like, every fucking company, website or whatever thinks that they're hot shit and all the other ones suck. And just about the only people that like Anime News Network is Anime News Network. And I can actually attest to this for a fact that, in general, it's a safe bet that any of your other websites that you're either getting anime news from or anime streams from um, are right along with us in saying Zach Birchie is a joke and making some derogatory comments about ANN. Because ANN exists for two reasons. One, to report shit, and two, to give someone so that, that uh, Funimation can have blurbs to use on their DVD cases to promote shows. That's pretty much their purpose. Uh I, I can actually no, – I, I love this. I love that this is true. I can attest that, that uh, the rest of the industry looks at ANN, prim primarily the people on ANN, and goes LOL. So <laughs> I'm not going to harp on this too much longer, but basically uh, you know, we're, we're not going to uh, – we're not going to harp on this too much. It's just kind of a funny story I want to share with you folks. But yep, I'm in his brain. I'm all up in your brain. I'm hoping to get this status with a couple more alpha douches. There's a particular podcast. I'm not going to name names because unlike some of these other podcasters, I don't feel the need to engage in inter-podcast drama because it's kind of beneath me. <laughs> and that's saying something because look how petty I am. I'm not going to name names, but there's a particular podcast that was so bad it actually inspired this podcast. This podcast exists because I listened to that other podcast and I was like, no. The world needs a better alternative. Uh, I almost, I almost want, I almost want to say what that podcast is, just so all the other podcasts will cannibalize them out of like, like if it wasn't for you, there'd be no other side. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> the podcast for loser people. Yeah, they, they'll they'll have to uh, they'll demand some like a pittance of blood <laughs> as as to repent for the other side. But yeah, um, gotta end this soon. But basically, yeah, the Zach, the Zach thing was hilarious. Uh, there's still some more people who want us to hate us, but that, that, that podcast that started it all, I, I, we got a recognition from them day one, which was good, but I'm, I'm hoping. I want them to hate, hate, hate us. You know what I mean? I want them to harp on us. Zach Burchie is an odd man. Like he, he 
he throws a massive bitch fit about an episode that's not about him, but he doesn't say a peep about the entire episode focused on ANN. Yeah, and well, the two and a half. Yeah. No, one and a half. One and a half. Yeah, it was the one we focused on ANN, and then the one where we spent half the episode mocking ANN. <laughs> he didn't focus on that, but if we mess with his most favorite shows or a subject, he likes to interject himself on, because if I'm not mistaken, he is one of those kind of new wave. I care about feminist, um, you know, basically just trying to get the good old girl pants. Yeah, because he thinks like, we're just, we're gonna stick it to that cunt, and that's all we said. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, we're gonna, we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, Bonglorio would say goodbye, but like the mysterious strange man that he is, he has vanished. And by vanished, I mean he left early and... The hugs broke out of the barn. <laughs> uh, he vanished as mysteriously as he appears. He needs to punch him into submission now. <laughs> so, from all of us here at the other side, I'm Cody Byer. I'm Max Vader. I'm Andrew Erickson. Saying, this anime season is probably going to be better than most, but still going to be primarily ass. <laughs>